welcome to Making Lemonade with Lit and Kelp. Hey, hey Kelp. Hey. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like you can hear my heart beating in the microphone. Can you? <laughs> no, can you hear mine? No. No. Well, I think we're a little bit... I don't even know the right word, but our first episode just got broadcast, mm-hmm. like released. <laughs> yeah. And it's surreal. It is surreal. And it's nerve-wracking. And it's scary. Yeah. And I'm just, yeah. And I'm excited. Yeah. But I'm nervous. I kind of just want everyone to like it. I do too. You know? Mm-hmm. We're totally still learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope everyone out there... Give us a little grace. I know. Be patient with us. I promise. <laughs> we'll get better. Yes. <laughs> we will totally get better. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Definitely. How did your kids do with the new sitter? <laughs> so the first day was a little nerve-wracking for all of us. And then today, Ledger cried. Aww. So that was hard. But yeah. um, you know how kids need to know what is to be expected, right. you know? And the teacher I dropped him off with today isn't the teacher he had the oh, other day. So that's different. Mm-hmm. That's hard. So better. It'll be okay. I text Brady and I said he cried, and then I put a crying emoji, oh. and Brady says he'll be fine. <laughs> like I know he'll be fine. So, it's just my mama heart. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just hard, but they'll be fine, right. and it will be good. Yeah, and I need to do this. Yeah, so it's good. But yeah, growth all around. Yes, growth all around. <laughs> but yes, what about you? Skyly woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. <laughs> she, she's laughing because that's not a surprise. No, she's, <laughs> oh, she's sassy. She is. I love it. Yeah, she did not want me to get her. She did not want breakfast. Mm-hmm. She did not want me to get her dressed. Mm-hmm. Did not want me to do her hair. <laughs> I was like, we're going to go play with a new friend today. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to go. And then once we pulled in the driveway and knocked on the door, she was squealing on my head. Like, does she ever get nervous? Or she? Yes. Does she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And she hasn't ever played with this cute little boy before. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it'll be so fine. Like, she didn't even care that I was leaving. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. <laughs> she, oh, I love it. That's how Ledger usually is. He'll get there. Yeah. It's just new. Yeah. So he'll be fine. So this is a new adventure for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Well, today's episode is about Wit and Tay and their family and life with Tay and life after loss. So, I hope you guys are excited. It's not the right word. But I haven't asked Whitney a lot of details about everything because I want to be on this journey with the listeners. So, I'm nervous. But anyways, I'm not excited, but I'm excited to hear your story and learn about your journey and learn, I don't know, just learn from you. So, Well, thank you. I'm excited to share it. It's hard. I I will cry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I I want her life to have a purpose, you mm-hmm. know? Yes, I totally understand. I remember and, yeah, I get it. It's all about finding that um, David Kessler, he's a grief, like, he studies grief, and he says, like, the five stages of grief, and after acceptance, there's finding purpose, 
like a sixth stage. And I agree with that. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. Definitely want to find a purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I want her life to have a reason. And and if I can share that with others, like I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'm never going to be sick of talking about her. Yes. Ever. Right. Ever. Never. Yeah. Right. They're still very much a part of your life every day. So whether or not they're here or not, they're, they're very much a part of our lives. So, well, where should we start? Do you want to start like when you first got married? Do you want to start childhood? What do you, what do you feel like starting? Yeah, I can give you a little background on our family if you want. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there. Well, I married AJ, um, in 2007. (laughs) We actually dated like our senior year of high school and kind of off and on before that we were actually boyfriend and girlfriend in like eighth grade (laughs) I love it he cheated off my math paper (laughs) in Mrs. West class (laughs) but then we went on this field trip to Yellowstone and he was too scared to hold my hand on the bus the whole time Mm -hmm. and I was like I don't know I was kind of a brat I dumped him for it (laughs) I was like just with an AJ right (laughs) broke his heart man oh shoot I bet right (laughs) so yeah we dated we got married we had got a dog Mm -hmm. um and then we started having kids so we have Carter who's our oldest he's 12 right now and then we have Brody he's 10 then we would have Taisley she would be seven and then I had Skye little caboose Skye So yeah, she's oh, two. She's a good caboose. She is. I love her so much, and she's brought so much peace to my heart, and really like just that final puzzle piece for our family. Mm-hmm. But she's also my biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that how Ledger is? Yes, for sure. I think yeah. there's a reason I got him last, last. because yeah, he is a handful, right? And he gets into everything, anyways. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. We live in northern Utah, and, you know, in 2017, like, we had a rough year. There was mm-hmm. a lot that year that happened, besides losing Taisley. Um, so, yeah. I think you should tell all of it, if you're comfortable with I it. I can, yeah. Because I just think that's a good, just a good look into your life, and also I think it will be helpful for other okay. people. <laughs> But if you're not comfortable, I totally get it. No, I can. It's, I feel like such a jumbled mess in my head. But basically, we had a lot going on. I, we were trying to get pregnant for a while. Taisley was three. And I remember just being able to get pregnant so easily with my other children. And then I could not get pregnant. And we couldn't figure out why. Mm -hmm. And I ended up having three miscarriages that year. And I think like three DMCs too. Like, and how like how did you feel going through all that? Oh, that's a mess. Mm-hmm. Especially because one of them, I was pretty far along. Mm-hmm. We actually um, got to get his body back. We named him Radley, mm-hmm. and we had him cremated. It was it was traumatic. And he and how far along were you? I was sixteen weeks. That to me, you're bearing a baby yeah that's not that was hard yes it was hard because oh I'm gonna cry we 
we'd calm down a lot and just stuff I'm actually I can't talk about mm-hmm. but it, we are so excited and like Taisley was so excited to have a little brother mm-hmm. and like we knew something was wrong from the beginning and so we didn't announce it and I just had that feeling you ever had that feeling that like this isn't right mm-hmm. and there'd actually been a lot of loss with some friends and with people in my neighborhood like the year prior and so I didn't know if I was carrying that in my own emotions like I was nervous because of what happened to them that would happen to me mm-hmm. like people were joking like something's in the water don't drink the water and so well, here I am really pregnant thinking oh my gosh I'm gonna lose this baby and I could not I go to sleep at night and cry wow. I just thought I was gonna lose this baby and I couldn't shake it so we did like the genetic testing and everything looked fine everything was fine everything wow. was fine we found out the gender mm-hmm. and this was like two weeks prior to when it happened actually it happened on my birthday are you kidding me yeah so I found out I was miss me and AJ went on a date for my birthday and I came home and I was miscarrying and so yeah we went to the emergency room wow we couldn't find a heartbeat and I just I was like this is it like wow yeah and I'd had a miscarriage before Mm -hmm. and I wasn't as far along you know Mm -hmm. it was hard and my body wasn't doing good and it was over the weekend and the doctor on call just wouldn't listen to me. Mm-hmm. It was so frustrating yeah. because I was supposed to actually go on vacation. So that was a Saturday. Sunday, the doctor wouldn't listen to me. She just kept saying, come in on Monday. You'll be fine. And I was supposed to fly out on Wednesday mm-hmm. with my family. So I just kept saying, look, something's not right. I need to be seen now. Like, because I'm leaving town, like, mm-hmm. do I cancel my flights? My kids were looking forward to this. Like, what do I do? I mm-hmm. just felt very stuck. Wow. That's amazing to me, too, that, like, your intuition was so... Yeah. You knew. It wasn't good. Wow. So that night, I mean, I hardly slept Saturday night. And Sunday night, I remember, like, 9 o'clock, I took, like, melatonin or something. I was just... I just... I needed to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I was exhausted. And I woke up around I want to say like 11 11 30 and I just was in so much pain mm-hmm. so mind you I've had three kids at this point mm-hmm. never been through labor mm-hmm. I mean I labored a little with Carter but I've had c-sections mm-hmm. so I didn't really know what it felt like and I was sick like wow. I hurried I got up I went to the bathroom I came back Taisley was actually in our bed so it was AJ me and Tay and I went to lay down and I just like oh my gosh, the pain was intense. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I was in labor. Wow. Like I was having contractions. Yeah. And so it was, I was just bawling. I was trying to plug in a heating pad and like get comfortable. Cause I was like, hey, first thing in the morning, I'm going to call my doctor and he's going to mm-hmm. fix this. Like, yeah. I'm in so much pain. Mm-hmm. I, and then my water broke. Oh yeah. Gosh, dang it. So, I mean, I was hemorrhaging. Right everywhere uh-huh and I woke up AJ I was just in so much pain mm-hmm. and then you know the next thing I know I'm just like on the floor and there's paramedics there wow and I mean it was scary that is scary I got four IVs oh my, my gosh kids were freaking out Your kid, oh, yeah. yeah AJ was freaking out I mean I was in and out of consciousness and 
our neighbor came and got the kid luckily. I went to the hospital, had emergency surgery, and they just said, you know, you might have to have a hysterectomy. And I'm like, I don't care. Just let me die. Yeah. I'm so worried about dying. Right. And the doctor that came was so sweet. Not my regular doctor, but he came into recovery and was like, hey, I didn't let you die. And I'm like, Uh thank you so much. (laughs) Like, I was, it was scary. Yeah. But. That's crazy. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Like I said, like, I, you guys, I don't know this about her story. I know about her son and I know about, uh, you know, minor details, but I. I didn't know that. It was intense. And I feel like no one talks about miscarriage. No. No And one. it is very much a part of it's a lot taboo. of women's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, a lot of a lot of miscarriages are before 12 weeks in the first trimester. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's pretty common. Mm-hmm. But when you have a second trimester. Yes. You mm-hmm. know. That's not common. Yeah. And I almost felt like it wasn't, like I couldn't talk about it because mm-hmm. no one else did. But I did anyway, not even for the attention. I yeah. just was like, you guys, like, this sucks. Who and goes through this and doesn't say, I need help? Like, yes. I wasn't okay. And this is what this podcast is for. Yeah. Like, we are here to talk about the things people don't talk about. We need yeah. to normalize yeah. the things people go through. Yeah. And that miscarriage, it feels weird to me to say miscarriage because right. I've had miscarriages. They've all been before 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. And yours doesn't feel no. like it should be called a miscarriage to no. me. He had a whole body. Mm-hmm. He was smiling, guys. Like, his oh. legs were crossed. He had little hands. He was so cute. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So, yeah, we had him cremated. We had this cute little bear. We still have it. It's like an, a bear urn. Mm-hmm. And you put their ashes in a little heart inside. Oh. And it, but then when Tay died, mm-hmm. we totally had him buried with her. Because mm-hmm. I was like, it just felt right. We just put a little heart in with her casket. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, it might not be a big deal to somebody else, but it was a big deal to us. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's a, that is a huge life trial, you know? It was not easy. No. Yeah. So tell me about, after all that happened, you going through that grief about losing him and then, yeah. I almost felt like it prepared me for Tay Mm -hmm. in the weirdest way. I know that's like really weird to say, trust me, but I never had a lot of grief like that before. Mm -hmm. And so almost when Tay died, I was like, oh my gosh, I think my heart was a little prepared for that, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I just, it just felt surreal because when she died, he was due, I want to say the end of August, he would have been a month old. Can you imagine me having a newborn losing a three-year-old? No. I I would have been in the psych ward. Yeah. Like, Uh, yes, that would be. Yeah. Right. So can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you feel that after Kaylee passed away and you knew that she would be with her brother, did that bring you comfort? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Because that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Brody. Brody's mm-hmm. my 10 year old. He'll always talk about Radley. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if we're listing family members or whatever, he's like, What about Radley? You know, which mm-hmm. is so hard to understand because he was really excited. Yeah. You know, and, and let him say his name. Let him right. act that way. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if other people think it's weird. Right. You let. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the hard thing is, is, did you know they don't give birth, or sorry, 
yeah, birth certificates and death certificates, I think. No. So after your, I want to say 19 weeks or 20. I could be totally wrong, guys. This is just what I'm recalling. Okay. So it was just kind of like, they don't really count it, but they count it. But it's not actually called a miscarriage. I should have looked this up before oh, okay. we started talking. It's okay. called like a late term something or I don't know. Okay. All the medical experts are like shaking their head right now at me, <laughs> but I know it. There's yeah. different names for them. Okay. Okay. Um, I think after 20 weeks, it's like a stillborn. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. There's really different terms for all of it. But yeah, I, feel, I really feel like no matter how many weeks you are and you don't have a miscarriage or a baby that passes away, like it's hard. I do. I feel like maybe that should be up to the parents. Like if we want a birth certificate and death certificate, right. that should be an option. Yeah. That's how I, because he very much to me should have a birth certificate yeah. and a death certificate. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. And also you guys, be your own advocate. Yes. My nurse in recovery was not my advocate. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of rude because I was like, hey, like, what happens to his body? We got to hold him. Um, and she was just like, oh, I don't know. I know she just kind of didn't give me any answers. Mm-hmm. They sent like a representative, a lady, I can't think of the word right now, to come talk to us and just kind of see like if we needed anything. So and, like the social worker? Yeah. Okay. Worker. Thanks. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she had a lot of answers. And oh. so I was kind of my own advocate and was like, listen, like, he, I feel like he's my property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 100%. my baby. Yeah. And you can't just go throw him in the garbage. Right. That's how I felt. Yes. And I actually, like, asked for his body back. Mm-hmm. And I they love gave that. it to me. Yeah. Did you know they just keep him in a lab? I didn't know that till we were kind of talking about it the yeah. other day. So if you guys have a miscarriage, at least in our area, they keep all the babies in an area in the hospital. And... Then, once a year, they cremate them all, and then they take them up to our local cemetery and put them in an urn. Wow. So, you can choose to do that, or Mm -hmm. you can choose to take them, which people don't know that. Right. My neighbor that had a really late, like, further than mine, Mm -hmm. had no idea. Mm -hmm. And her baby died almost a year before mine did. And I told her, and she was like, oh, my gosh. So she called the hospital, and guess what? No. She got her baby. Oh, my gosh. Like a month before they went to cremate. And wow. So she, they got to do their own cremation kind of thing and not, you know, so you guys really, be your own advocate. And if you don't like what you're hearing, like, fight. Get yes. your voice heard. Because yes. They're human, too. You right. have every right to fight for yourself. Right. They're not... Um. They don't have superpowers. Right. And I know she was doing her job. Yes, I know what you're saying. And I'm sure she, like, wasn't used to that or, Mm -hmm. you know, but I just felt like this isn't right. I want my child. I'm just the person that does what I'm told. Right. Well, and I feel like we all do that. We kind of go through the motions and we do what we're told and we don't interrupt that. I feel like what we we go through in life, like what we've gone through. Yeah. I'm not doing what I'm told anymore. No. I'm going to do how I feel. Right. And yeah. anyways. Yeah. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. But I'm Respectfully. Gonna yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask more questions. And I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. What if I didn't find out in time? Right. I mean, I. what if I was like a week too late mm-hmm. and he was just up with all the babies, which is yeah. fine. Right. But it's not what I wanted. Yes. 
So I'm glad I fought for myself. I'm glad too. That's yeah. awesome. They don't just hand you a pamphlet and be like, here's the option. <laughs> right. Yeah, I had to fight mm. for that. Yeah. So, anyway, that's our Radley story. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so, how was, yeah, how was the grief journey through all that to Tay? It was hard. We had a lot going on, and we were self-employed that year. Mm-hmm. So we just had a lot on our plates. Um, I don't know. It was difficult to navigate just because we didn't know what we were doing. Like mm-hmm. like I said, we never really been on that grief journey. So that happened in March, and we had another miscarriage in June. Mm-hmm. I mean, my doctor said, wait three months. Try again, you know. Mm-hmm. And so we did and had a quick miscarriage, okay. you know. And it's not like we were just. I don't know, we were kind of just always trying kind of idea. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I need a break. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is a lot. Oh, yeah. And your body's going through a lot. Yeah. And hormones and, yeah, mentally. Yeah. And How then, is that healthy? Yeah. yeah. Something was wrong for sure. Um, and then even after Casey passed, we couldn't get pregnant until I kind of met with my doctor and was like, okay. And I can't remember what he put me on, but I got pregnant right away with Sky on it. Wow. Oh, no, that's not true. I had a surgery. I had another okay. surgery, and then I got pregnant with Sky. So okay. I have PCOS. Oh, if that helps okay. anyone. Just, you know, that you adds should. to the pile. Yeah, holy cow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we should talk about that sometime. And yeah. And you can give, like, totally advice. Because, yeah, I think a lot of, not a lot, but some women that could help. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think people don't know they have it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Okay. So now let's talk about Tay. Okay. Let's talk about whatever you're comfortable with, but let's talk about kind of your last couple weeks with her. If there's anything that stands out, if you want to and stuff like that. Um, if this is something you want to talk about and then your day, your day with her and that whole thing, if you're comfortable hospital. Yeah. Um, and then your journey after. Okay. So. Yeah, let's. If you do, you want to talk about a few weeks before? Yeah, yeah, just kind of like the things you did and Mm -hmm. her personality and yeah. I don't know because I think I think that's good and I and I think people are gonna want to hear about her and yeah, the little life she was, you know, she had and who she was and yeah, she's so cute. I know, huh? I'm not biased, but she was so cute. She was so cute. (laughs) No, (laughs) be biased, like ah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, Taisley was. She was such a light. She was like the happiest little girl, mm-hmm. so sweet and kind. And yeah. she literally danced everywhere. Yeah, she I, went. <laughs> I don't know her. I didn't know Whitney. I mean, I knew of Whitney before, but I didn't know the videos and the pictures you post of her. Yeah. She is a light. Yeah. You she can just tell. was here. She had a purpose. Right. She's beautiful. Thank you. I love the dancing. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Like grocery stores, parking lots, mm-hmm. like everywhere. <laughs> She's so fun. Uh-huh. And she was like complete opposite of me. Mm-hmm. I was such a tomboy. Oh. And I, sorry, <laughs> you're fine. I, I was, yeah, I was such a tomboy and she um, is such a princess. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. But she wasn't afraid to like get dirty with the boys. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes. She's always, oh, that's. She's the biggest animal lover. 
she loved animals. Mm-hmm. Like, as bad as me. Aww. She was always out, like, chasing our donkeys or mm-hmm. with the horses or the goats or the dogs or... You know, we would be at dinner or in a store and she would go up to random animals and dogs and just hug them and lay on them. And I'm like, that's probably, we should ask permission first kind of thing, you know? Like, she's like, no, we're fine, mom. Yeah, like, what if that's a mean dog? <laughs> she had no fear. Oh, yeah. And our donkeys would not come to any of us. They were so timid, but they'd go right to tea. She's like the little animal whisperer. Really, though, that's yeah. what we would say. And they would follow her everywhere. It was so cute. Mm-hmm. Aww. So, yeah, she definitely had, like, an animal spirituality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She yeah. just could talk to them in her own little way. They loved her. Mm-hmm. It was cute. So, yeah, she loved to dance and sing and anything pink. If I took her to the store and I was, like, looking at something, I could turn around and definitely she'd have, like, ten pink things thrown <laughs> in by then. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, she wasn't afraid of anyone. She would go to anyone. We were at a restaurant in St. George one time. <laughs> this waitress, like, was bringing us chips and salsa and whatever. And she, like, climbed out of her high chair and wanted to hold the waitress's <laughs> hand. Nuh-uh. Yes. Oh and God. she was like, okay. Oh. She's like, I'm just going to go back here and get, I think she's getting us napkins or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. I mean, it's a little weird for a stranger to, like, a stranger to take your child. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I know this sounds bad. We could totally see them. Yes. But she, like, totally went with it. Uh-huh. No, no fear. <laughs> she I thought that kind of made her day, though. Oh, yeah. You like, know? she'll go behind gas station counters and want the clerks to hold her. <laughs> <laughs> In church, she would, like, go up to, like, old men with long beards. Like, ones that, yeah. like, most kids are scared of. Yeah. They just want to sit on their lap. Uh-huh. Like, she was That's funny. awesome. I love that. She, I love that she loved that. She loved everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, she just loved everyone. So she was such a good, tender, spirited little girl. I love that. Yeah. I love that about her, and I, I didn't know all that. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah, she definitely made friends really easy. She had a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, she had this cute little boyfriend. She would, like, always want to take him presents, and it was so cute. I have a little video of her, like, putting things in a gift bag for him. Mm-hmm. Like, random, like, like snacks <laughs> like a drink uh-huh i think he got like a whole box of crackers i don't even remember everything in there but she wanted to take it to luke it mm-hmm. was the cutest oh, thing that's cute so, so she was like always giving like yes. always thinking about other people and but i love i that. literally said and like i think i don't remember i said it but if you had a cut she'd be the first one to run and grab you a band-aid you know what I mean? Yeah. She just wants to fix everything, wants to make everybody happy kind of girl. She's only three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she's an old soul for sure, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The more I talk with grief mamas, mm-hmm. the more I realize our children all seemed a little older. Yeah. You know, and than their special. actual age and yeah. special. There's yeah. something. There's something about them. And I don't think that we say that just because they're not here. No. I think we say that because it's truth. Right. And it's what happened. And you almost don't realize it. Until mm-hmm. they're gone. Until they're gone. Because I think all of I realized our special. I think I realized it my last six months with Maine. Yeah. I remember thinking, or maybe the last year, I remember thinking, because we had his last birthday. Yeah. And I remember thinking, there is something about him. Yeah. Like I could not put my finger on yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah, they're just, they're special. Yeah. And I never really thought about it with Tay till she was gone. To see, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because I had 
two boys and a girl, so I thought girls were like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought it was normal. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes complete sense, and I could see. Yeah. yeah. But she, like, never threw fits. Like, once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. she would cry, obviously. She was still a child. Right. Yeah. But, like, we would, like, be like, okay, stay in your room until you're done crying kind of mm-hmm. thing. And she'd come out in, like, two seconds. Mm-hmm. I'm done now. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Perfect. I wish I could handle my emotions that way. Right. Send me to my room. <laughs> Same, girl. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yes. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was just, she's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Miss her. Oh, yes. Yeah. Totally. All right. Are you ready? You ready. Talk about the day? Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Walk us through your day. <laughs> so Tay was in preschool and she woke up that day. We had some visitors from out of town and all she wanted to do was ride her horse like she woke up and was like I ride my horse and I'm like well we have school today like let's go to school and I promise you can ride when you get home and she was determined Mm -hmm. she was just like I want to ride my horse so we got her breakfast got her on her bus and I sat her in her seat and I was just like I promised after school like she just kept begging me you know Mm -hmm. and if you were there that day you would know how determined she was like Mm -hmm. It was cute. Yeah. Like, it was something we did all the time. It wasn't out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. But she definitely just wanted to ride her horse. Mm-hmm. So she got off the bus. And I, I, I go out and meet the bus. Um, She rode the bus to preschool. And I went out and she said, you get my horse ready. I was like, not yet. I, I got you so much. I, I had brought home lunch for her. I said, let's go eat and then we'll go. Mm-hmm. And it was just a perfect day. Like, I don't know how I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. until after mm-hmm. it was literally perfect like i think we got sandwich soup and sandwiches it was a little bit of a chillier fall day not bad mm-hmm. but like i got chili i think mm-hmm. and she was eating and she spilled it and i was just like usually i'd be like so annoyed because i had just cleaned my whole house mm-hmm. like and she's still chilly <laughs> which is like not easy to clean right. up. but i was just like i wasn't even mad or i wasn't even annoyed i just yeah. cleaned it up and was yeah. like Okay, mm-hmm. like you guys, you know how it is to be a mom. Oh, one hundred percent. I was gonna say, I'm like, I probably would have been like, what in the heck? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, but I was. I was so yeah. chill about it. There uh-huh. was just something about the day. Anyway, we went got her horse. Mm-hmm. We brushed him. We got him saddled, and she was just gonna go on a little trail by her house and back, like quick second with a family member. Mm-hmm. Something we do all the time. Mm-hmm. Not as ordinary. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I remember sitting on my porch just kind of waiting. It mm-hmm. takes like five minutes. Okay. And they just didn't come back. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the heck? Like, where are they? Yeah. And I remember seeing the horse coming. And I stood up and I was like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. You know? And I went and grabbed the horse and realized Tay wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And so we started running down the road. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I kind of just expected... It's a kind of a little hill from where I am to where she was. Like, not more of like a little, a little hill. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't see, but it's not really a hill. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And as I saw her, I just, (laughs) I just remember, like, why is no one helping her? Mm -hmm. You know? I kind of just thought she'd be crying. Like, she fell off and just cranked. And she and 
yeah, there was a lady on the phone with 911. And there was my little girl. Just, yeah, just laying. Just laying there. Mm-hmm. And she was still breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we had two nurses there immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my neighbors, I think, is a doctor or a nurse. And she was there as soon as she could. And... <laughs> Someone was on the phone with 911 trying to give them directions. They were trying to keep keep her airway clean and, you know, just do everything they could yeah. to, like, we were supporting her head. We just, you know, waiting. Uh-huh. I called AJ, and luckily, he was pretty close. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> you'll have to tell his side one day, but he was in his dump truck, and he came pretty quick. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was hard. Yeah. It was so hard. Yeah. It's like one of those things that's just surreal. That doesn't happen to you. Yes. You know? Yep. And it's something that I'll never forgive myself for. <laughs> because you look back and you're like, I should have done this. I should have done that. Because hindsight's twenty twenty. You know? Yeah. We're hard on ourselves. Yeah. But I also try and live in the moments like accidents happen. 100%. You know, mm-hmm. people get in carts all the time. People get in all kinds of things all the time. It's just, you know, life happens mm-hmm. and it sucks. Oh, yeah. But the EMTs got there right when AJ got there, actually, and started working on her. And life flight landed, which I had no idea they were coming. Mm-hmm. Like, they landed right on the road, and they loaded us, me and Tay up. And I just remember in the air, in the helicopter, like, this isn't my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I was having the best day ever. Right. And now I'm in life flight. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a flip of the switch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's like one of those moments where it's like always kiss your loved ones goodbye and tell them how you feel because like you you don't know how mm-hmm. that day's gonna go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, they flew us down to Premier Children's in Salt Lake, and I remember just being in shock. I think mm-hmm. I just stood there and watched them do their thing, and I was covered in blood. I remember the nurse took me in the bathroom and like, tried to help me get cleaned up and she had a team of people the second we got there. Um, they took us up to the ICU. She had a team of people there. I remember just sitting in the corner and I finally was just like, what's going on? Like, or what are you doing for her? What can, mm-hmm. Like, what, you know, what's happening? No one was talking to yeah. me, which was fine. Uh-huh. I wanted them to focus on her, but I was just at some point I was like, "What is going on?" The shock. You were the. Sh- it was you were in shock, and then it was starting to turn into yeah. Okay, what's happening? Yeah, like I knew. Yeah, I knew. But I yes. didn't want to know. Like yes. I was holding on to like any sliver of hope. I was yeah. ready for them to say, "Yeah, we're just about to go to surgery. We'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll mm-hmm. wake up." Mm-hmm. And they weren't saying that. Mm. And AJ wasn't there yet. <sighs> Yeah, I remember texting him, like, where are you? Where are you? Please get here. 
And luckily, my friend was down at Primary Children's, mm-hmm. and she came up. She had heard and texted me and said, I'm at Primary's. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what a blessing is that? Right. Like, and she came up and stayed with me and just held me. <laughs> and then when I asked the doctor, she sat me back down in the corner and just said, your little girl's never going to wake up. Yeah, you're by yourself with your friend. She was gone. It was she was just, just you. AJ's not there yet. AJ's not there yet. So you're getting this news alone by yourself. Okay. Yeah, and she actually they took my phone because mm-hmm. they were afraid AJ was driving, oh, and they didn't want me to call and tell him. That's smart. Yeah. Yes. No. I mean, I wish it was How handled differently. Okay. I definitely yelled at the doctor at this point. Yeah. And well, screamed and almost passed out and yes. I was crying. I mean, I was on the floor. I just mm-hmm. felt like, like at that moment, I felt as mother. Mm-hmm. Like I felt mm-hmm. that's your whole goal in life is to keep your child alive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do that. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. when moms are like, oh, it was such a hard day. Really saw my kids are alive. Yeah. I hate that. I feel you. I feel you. Like, that's just a slap in the face. And I know they don't mean it like that towards I know. me. But it's hard because you you suddenly realize you failed. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So. Wow. AJ got there. They told him. It was hard. It was so hard. And just knowing, like... You'll never get to talk to them again. Yep. Or hear their voice. Or see them smile. Mm-hmm. Or see her dance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just heartbreaking. Like, there's there's no, no words in the world that can even explain that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know? You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And as you talk, my chest, like, my heart's bra- it hurts. Yeah. It's that feeling you get. I didn't know that heartbreak was a real symptom real. until after Bane passed away and I went to therapy and they yeah. explained it to me because I said me and my husband's chest, it, it hurts. Yeah. And as you're talking, my chest, it, it hurts. Yeah. I just, I, I know our stories are very different, but they're still very much the same. Oh yeah. In a lot of ways. In a lot of ways. Yeah. The first part's different though. Ending is all... But, but yeah. even though the first part might seem different to you, yeah. when I tell my story, you'll think, holy yeah. crap. Yeah. It's a lot the same, you know? And as hard as it is, and I know people are going to, like, judge me for this part, it was meant to be. Right. I know Taisley was supposed to die that day. And I hate seeing that. Can I tell you, that makes me feel better because I say that all the time. Yeah. And I feel like I get judged for it. Yeah. Um, and I know everyone has a different belief system, right. but I do believe Bane was only supposed to be here for seven years. Yeah. And I believe he was here to teach me. Yeah. I think he's still teaching me. Right. Anyway. So for you to say that makes yeah. me feel very validated. And trust me, I don't want her to die. 100%. But you'll take them back to. Yeah. any day of the week, yeah. any second. Right. This is not the life you wanted. No. 
but it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. I believe we all have a time and a purpose. Mm-hmm. I just hate that I didn't get her as long as yes. everyone else gets to have their kid. You know? I kind of have a, a weird question <laughs> yeah. that has come to me, and I don't know how I feel about it, but um, are you glad you didn't know that it was three years? Do you wish you would have oh, known yeah. it was no, three no, years? No, no. I would rather have it this way. I watch people that have kids that have a terminal illness or cancer, and I can't imagine holding your baby, planning a funeral in your head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like knowing there's an end game mm-hmm. because that's not supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I think your kids are supposed to bury you, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And so I think I would have mentally been pretty unstable if I would have mm-hmm. known. Do you? Yeah. I, I had somebody ask me after Bane died if yeah. I got enough time with him. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. And then I sat there and there was a little girl in our community who had battled cancer. Yeah. Um, and I followed their story and their pictures. And anyways, and so I thought about her and I thought about Bane and I thought I was meant to yeah. lose Bane this fast. Right. Um, I do feel like, of course, I didn't get enough time with him. Right. No one gets of enough course. time with their child. Of course. I'm grateful yeah. that I... He passed away the way he he did. Right. I hate that. No, I, I feel like okay. Honestly, if I had to choose a way for Taisley to pass away, mm-hmm. she was doing exactly what, what she, she loved. loved. With someone she loved. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no better way to leave. Okay, I have to tell you something. Okay. And this brings me, like, oh, so much peace. But her cute little friend, her friends came and said goodbye to her. We kind of went through a whole process of, you know, waiting for her to be declared dead. It mm-hmm. took a while. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to donate her organs. So we were at the hospital for a while, mm-hmm. a couple of days. And in the process, like, so many friends and family came and said their goodbyes and brought gifts. And we're so supportive. But her little three-year-old friend <laughs> on the way down. She told her mom that Taisley didn't fall off her horse. Mm-hmm. And her mom was like, what? And she's like, yeah, Jesus caught her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I just, I just picture that in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, I believe she's that fine. three-year-old. Yeah. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Taisley's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, no. a mess. I can I do something? <laughs> no, I just, you know, that saying like grief is just love that has nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. That's how it feels when I talk about Tay. It's mm-hmm. just so much love. Like I miss her so much. Mm-hmm. And those, those days have a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never really completed therapy for everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> My therapist that I went to was, <laughs> Less than helpful. (laughs) I just quit going. I think I'm, well, I don't mean that, but I think that happens more than. Yeah. And no offense to my therapist, if you're listening, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hate it there. I have a lot to work through still. Yeah. I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. But I definitely hold on to that, what she said, Mm -hmm. and experiences that have happened since then. Yes. You know? Yes. And I know Taisley's okay. And especially, mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this. 
everyone believes something different, mm-hmm. but seeing her body after mm-hmm. made me realize like her body literally is just a vessel. Mm-hmm. She seemed like a doll. Mm-hmm. It wasn't her. Yep. It was just her body. Yeah. Like in the funeral home, not in the hospital. Right. When it, when she passed away and her you know, her spirit was gone. Mm-hmm. It was so it was surreal mm-hmm. is the word, you know. It just gave me a greater respect and understanding for death mm-hmm. than I had before. Mm-hmm. Like I don't fear it anymore. Right. I know that they like they're gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, they're mm-hmm. in heaven or whatever. They're just their bodies are separate though. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, you can cut this part out if you don't like it. <laughs> so my question is something happened to me and Brady mm-hmm. when we believe Bane's spirit left his body. Uh-huh. Looking back at that day, did that, did you and AJ have anything? Can you think of anything? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. And like I, I said, I don't think I've processed a lot of it still. Mm-hmm. Like, I was making jokes in the hospital. I was in shock. Like, oh. I, that sounds terrible, guys. I did the same Listen, thing. Listen, when yes. AJ, <laughs> we were there, and they do, like, three brain tests just to before they declare the time of mm-hmm. Well, they were doing this for the final one. Mm-hmm. And the whole, there was a whole room full of people. Guys, <laughs> this is so bad. And I... I didn't realize they're actually going to say time of death, like 12, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I thought they were going to say, yeah, I'm sorry, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was sitting on a stool. I was standing by him, and the doctor did her test and declared the time of death, and it kind of took us back. And I was mm-hmm. just like, like, you see this in movies. This mm-hmm. isn't a kid. I was not present. I wasn't in the right state of mind, I guess, is the really the right way to say that. Mm-hmm. I was not at all in the right state of mind at this point. AJ passed out. Mm-hmm. Like, he fell over off his stool. I tried to catch him, and he was, like, laying on the floor of the hospital room. So all the nurses come running, like, trying to attend to him. They take Tay's oxygen or another oxygen thing and put it on him. I started cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, here he goes, like, killing the show. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? God, this- no, I'm laughing. Oh, my gosh. But I, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I was okay. There were jokes that... I I don't know what Brady cracked yeah. in the hospital, but I did say a few things, but I look back and I'm like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. But you're in shock. Yeah. You don't know you're right from your left, you're up from your down. Yeah. You literally are surviving I'm in literally that moment. Breathing. And I just like and it's a defensive joke. And I look around and I'm like, read the room with like yeah. your daughter just <laughs> declared brain dead. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Nothing. I felt like a fool. Did you? But I literally like, I it, I wasn't okay. Yeah. You know? So I hope people in there realize, like, I needed help. <laughs> I wasn't okay. <laughs> and right. I just was trying to, like, kind of make light of Like, because what else can go wrong? Really? Right. Like, my husband got escorted down to the <laughs> ER on a stretcher. <laughs> and then he got totally out of like heart condition. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm in the room. I mean, he was down there for three or four hours after that. So I was just alone with... I mean, I had a room full of people, but I was alone. Mm-hmm. You know? I was alone with my little girl. Oh. Yeah. Whitney. Uh, it was rough. I just... I can't... 
like if I was going to be in a psych ward, like that was the that moment. Was the time. That was the moment. Oh shoot! Yeah. What happened after you made that joke? Like, did anyone say <laughs> no one laughed? <laughs> Were uh, they like, "Are you okay?" Or no I, one no said one? anything to me because they probably thought I was just psycho. Like, what next? Kind of. Thing. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. Looking back, that's probably one of my regrets. But like mm-hmm. in the moment, I wasn't there in my head. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was rough. It was really, really rough to tell our kids. Mm-hmm. That was harsh. Yeah. They didn't really understand. I mean, Carter understood. Brody was a little confused. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to play mm-hmm. on the next floor. They have like a kids area, which I'm so grateful for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we struggled. Our neighbors came down at like one in the morning mm-hmm. just to sleep with our kids so we could. And it was hard. Just to process it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, people showed up for us. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things was the little pink ties that people tied on around your neighborhood. Oh my goodness. When They're I, still out there. When I read, I saw one the yeah. other day. Right. I didn't, I haven't noticed that since, but I did see one and I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And it was so sweet. We had so much support. And I'll never forget that, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, we felt so much love from our family and our community and our friends. Mm-hmm. And that hasn't gone away. I mean, we still have so much support. And I really think, like, Tay has touched so many lives, even with people she didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it's kind of changed my outlook on life and enjoying every moment you have because you just don't know. Right. And I, I agree. Yeah. Like, moms, like, take the picture. Take the video. Get in the picture. Get in the picture. Who cares? Yeah. Just get in the picture. One of my things is when people say, be present. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But take the flipping picture. Yeah. Be present, but take yeah. the picture. Yeah. Being last year, I lost a lot of pictures. Oh. And it's it's hard. It's so hard to do. take the picture. Get in the photo. Yeah. Be present, but that's one thing we were making the funeral video. I gave like I'll never complain about a picture again because mm-hmm. we couldn't get enough. Yeah, okay. we were looking through videos, pictures, like and the things that I wish I had, mm-hmm. which I should even do now, is like little things like I just want to watch her eat a bowl of cereal. Yeah, <laughs> like I know that sounds insane, but no. I wish I would have just propped my phone on something and just watched her do her day to day things. Uh huh. That's what I miss. Yeah, I miss her like coloring and coloring book or. Like, eating dinner, or, like, playing in the bathtub, or playing with her brothers. Like, I just wish I had propped my phone up, or, you know, just video day-to-day life. That's a good reminder (laughs) for me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I've lost a child, and I still, like, you teach me so much. (laughs) I love it. I'm still learning myself, so Mm -hmm. don't give me too much credit. But, (laughs) yeah, you guys just cherish all those moments. You don't know. I couldn't have planned this. I can't wish it on anyone. Right. But, yeah. Let's talk about um, your decision for organ donation. I kind of want to know where you guys, your heads were at. And I just yeah. want you to tell me about it. It's definitely not a decision we came to lightly. Um, we actually approached them about it. I had watched enough Grey's Anatomy. 
<laughs> like, I knew if someone was brain dead, mm-hmm. I mean, she was being kept alive on life support at this point. Um, and she was breathing on her own to begin with, but they kind of put her into this, like, induced coma, I think, where, like, they helped her breathe. They innovated okay. her, right, for life flight, and they didn't take her off of that. Okay. So I knew, I knew, like, kind of that we had an option. Okay. At least I thought I knew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I asked the doctor, she's like, do you have a medical history? And I kind of just looked at her and I, that's another point. I wanted a joke. I was uh-huh. like, yeah, I agree anatomy. <laughs> I didn't guys. I didn't say it. Okay. I wish we were friends before. <laughs> I wish I was down there. At so you knew how with you. psycho I was? I know. The nurses are probably like, yeah, that mom is losing her mind quickly. Well, then they've never been in that situation. I was going downhill. <laughs> so I was like, no, I just, kind of know like that might be an option and she's like yeah let me get like someone in here to talk to you about it okay so she got a social worker and we went into a little meeting room and i felt so enclosed i was like i can't do it in here can we go back with take uh-huh like i couldn't be away from her uh-huh that was hard yeah so we went back with Tate and they kind of told us our options and you know said this is the process, and these are the organs we take, and kind of showed us a little pamphlet of, like, a little bit of how it works, but in my head, I'm still, like, I've heard horror stories, like, I don't know anything about this, I don't want them just to cut her open and leave her, like, you, you know, you I hear things. I've never heard anything. Good for you. Good for me. <laughs> I wonder if Brady you. did, because he was very hesitant. Yeah. So, anyways. But... Well, and I was also scared to see her after. Yeah. I was really scared. And I, that's not how you picture saying goodbye. No. I promise you it's not. And I'm an organ donor. Okay. Like the minute I turn 16 and you get a license and it says yes or no, I'm like, I always said yes. What do I need my organs for if I pass away, right? Right. Like, did you, were you? I, I, honestly, I don't know, but I think I would have said yes because in my mind, same thing. And I, I've always been where I've wanted to help other people. Right. And so I think I would say yes. Yeah. But I was a like picture of like, if I ever get in a car wreck, like, Where yeah, you my can license? take my organs. Does it say on your license? Yeah. Oh Maybe. my gosh, Whitney. Kelsey, I'm going to fire you as a friend if you're not an organ donor. I should be an organ donor. I don't Thanks know why I wouldn't be. an organ donor. Yeah. You have to be. I wasn't even, when they asked me, I, I didn't even hesitate. Right. Brady did. Okay. But, but did anyway. you, can I ask though? Yeah. Did you know Tazy was an organ donor? Is that why you didn't hesitate? Or did that not even occur to you? It didn't occur you were in your mess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I because I I knew Taylor had passed away, and I followed yeah. a little bit of your story. But I'm gonna sound like a crybaby, but no. I couldn't follow all of it. It was oh. it hurt too much. Yeah. It messed me up. Yeah. So Trust I knew me, about I know. you. We'll have to talk about that someday. Okay. And there's like, some cool questions about that. you guys. But yeah. I didn't. Okay. No, I just, I was only curious yeah. because I wondered if it, like, if that affected me. Right. Yeah. Like, helped you make a decision or not. Yeah. Because right. I'm very much an advocate for yes. that. I love it. Um, anyways, yeah, okay. we went back and forth. Do you want to talk about the organs or no? Yeah. So, like I said, we kind of went back and forth and they said we had some time. And so we were obviously just talking about it, trying to make the right decision. And I knew we were going to say yes mm-hmm. because I knew Taisley would say yes. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Right. She would say yes. Yeah. And me and AJ were just talking and we're just like, you know, 
if Taisley can save another parent from the heartache we feel mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. Even just one. It'll be worth it. Right. We couldn't not say yes. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, it took us too long. This not too long. We were fine. I I wish we could have decided faster, but it is a hard decision. Mm-hmm. You know? And so they kind of like reassured us and you know, they're so respectful. So we got to go through and kind of pick and choose what we approved and what we didn't. And we, I think we approved everything. Okay. I didn't want her eyes, though. I was like, ah, not her eyes. Because I was afraid of what she would look like at the funeral. Like, Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I think they took our corneas, though. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know people that have had cornea transplants. So I was like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, maybe, uh, maybe they don't take eyes. Maybe they just take corneas. I don't know. I don't remember. Saying that. I was like, maybe they only my heck. I don't even know. I honestly, guys, I could be a mess. So if you're a medical person, like, give me, give me, give me a break here. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Well, and people need to realize that time in our yeah. life. Yeah. You just. Yeah. And I've never, like, gone back to, like, look, look at the paperwork. I, right. I can't. Yeah. So, yeah, once we signed over and decided, they started the transplant process, which means they have to match. So there's people on lists everywhere. And in our region, they had to match her to people that needed a transplant. And so, okay, this is a little different than mine. Okay. Um, so I'm just curious. Can I ask yeah. you why you're yeah. talking about it? Um, so did you know, like... Do you know if her organs went to people in Utah? Mm-hmm. You do know that? Yeah. They did not tell me. They didn't tell they us. They told me that they didn't tell they us at the time. They didn't tell us at the time. Okay. They just told us that, like, in our region. You need to educate me. Yeah. I would love to. You should That's do what I do now. So I'll keep my questions okay. for an organ donation episode Done. because I, a lot of people ask about it. Yeah. Have questions about it. Right. And where you are such an advocate for it, I think that would be. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. To teach people so, about that. So the crazy part is one of our donations stayed there mm-hmm. and the family saw us mm-hmm. like leaving the hospital. That's crazy. I'll tell you more about that. Okay. But yeah. So the donation process took probably 18 hours, I would say, okay. of trying to get matched. Like, I mean, they did like an ultrasound of her heart for like four hours, I swear. I remember sitting there and the tech was so good. I just kept asking, like, is it okay? Does it look okay? Mm-hmm. Like, is she okay? And he's like, yeah, like, she's fine. I'm sorry this takes so long. We just have to inspect every chamber, like, every area. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, being the hovering parent, like, mm-hmm. because at any moment, I kind of felt like all the machines could go off and she could just pass away, like, her body could give out. And I didn't mm-hmm. want that to happen because, obviously, I didn't want her to leave, but I also, like, wanted her to be healthy enough to help others mm-hmm. at yes. that point. Yeah, you know, and so I finally went upstairs to bed. I think it was like two in the morning that night, and I was just like, "I hope everything's okay," because their other organs didn't take as long. Okay, to kind of look at and yeah. So I remember that's a big memory for me is them checking her heart and yeah. So the time finally came for them to take her and yeah. So tell tell me about that because uh, as you're talking, we didn't stay. You didn't. Stay. I regret that big time. I yeah. couldn't stay. 
We'd been there for three days and they declared time of death and we left. Oh. Ah, I don't even. Yeah. So this is rough to hear. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, tell me about that. They just said. You know, we knew it was coming that whole day. It was coming at night and we all said our goodbyes. And then they just walk you to the OR. Mm-hmm. And I I remember riding on her bed down there and just holding her like, I have to say goodbye mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. She's gone. Like, you know, and it's not like you see in the movies or whatever, if you've ever had a loved one die in the hospital, where they kind of just take their last breath and you can just sit there with them. Yeah. Like, she's still alive and you have to say goodbye. And so they wheeled us to the OR doors and just said, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'll never forget that. Uh-huh. That was so hard to just tell your child goodbye. Um, and we had the most incredible nurses. Like, the people at primaries are incredible. And they just held me and promised to take care of my little girl. And I'm so grateful for that because it made me feel like she wasn't just another body or she wasn't just another number. Mm-hmm. Like they really cared about her. Mm-hmm. You know, they were crying with us. Right. I actually got a letter from one of the OR nurses. I should read it on here sometime. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd love to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. Um, just telling us like she was there the whole time, you oh. know? Yeah. And she took care of her for us and mm-hmm. made sure that everything happened respectfully and in a loving, caring way. Like, they loved Tay. Mm-hmm. You know, that means a lot to me. So, AJ wanted to stay for the surgery. I think she went back at like 9 or 10 at night. And I was done at this point because, like you said, it had been like three or four days. Mm-hmm. And to go back to her empty room was mm-hmm. just devastating. Mm-hmm. And so we grabbed all our stuff and just left. They said they would call us when surgery was done. Um, and I think they called us about 3 in the morning and just said everything went great. And that was that, you know, the funeral director went and got her. And then we saw her again at, like, 9 or 10 in the morning here at the funeral home, so... Ah. Yeah. It's not right. Mm-mm. It's not right to lose a child. No. Yeah. I don't know. That's... Oh. <laughs> That's the worst, too. The funeral home. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the funeral home and see our child. Yeah. Not fun. No. <laughs> no, it was really hard. Uh, planning a funeral for your child is... Really hard. I remember texting my bishop at like one in the morning. I know, like, all the things happened in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. I think that's when people weren't there. Yeah. Because we had a lot of visitors during that day. And so, like, I remember that first night I was like, I texted him and I was like, 
she's not gonna make it. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to plan a funeral. Uh-huh. And he was just like, it's okay, like, we will help you, you know? Right. But, like, I just, I'm too young for this. Oh, yeah. I've never known how to, and you haven't thought about it. No. Like, I remember when it hit me, I'm like, I've never right. thought about planning my funeral, my husband's funeral, or my children. Right. Well, and also, we've never buried our parents. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not that old. Yeah. They're not that old. And so, it's right. not a process we've ever had to, like, mm-hmm. kind of go through the motions and know how to do it. And right. so, I just was like... I can't. Someone else do this. Mm-hmm. This isn't cool. Right? <laughs> and I remember my cute aunt found her dress to be buried in and bought her, like, a cute tiara to go with it, like a little princess crown. And I love that. Yeah. I think sometime before the funeral, I had gone to Claire's, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to get her a pair of earrings. I, yeah, I think it was earrings. And you know how those sales, like, buy, buy three, get one free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, oh, I had to buy her tights and earrings. So I got one store about her tights, and I went to Paris to get her earrings real quick. And the lady at the counter, she was so sweet. She's like, if you buy two more, you get one free. And I was like, no, thank you. I just need these. She's like, it's such a good deal. You have to get some more. Like, mm-hmm. this is a great promotion. <laughs> I was like. I was, I was at the point, I wasn't crying anymore at this point. Mm-hmm. I was angry. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, thank you. Can I just buy this? Mm-hmm. And she was pretty persistent. I'm like, listen, <laughs> these are for my little girl that died. Please mm-hmm. give their promotion to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Please just let me buy these earrings. Right. And she, the look on her face. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. Right. <laughs> So she's like, yeah, of course. So she, like, ring me up. And, or maybe I paid. I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. But anyway, I was walking back through the mall to our car. And I ran into my friend. And it was, we were talking for a second. And all of a sudden, I felt this tap on my shoulder. And it was the Claire's clerk. And she came up and gave me a gift card. Uh-huh. She's like, I am so sorry. Like, here's the rest of your money for whatever. Like, come back when you want and spend mm-hmm. it. I must have given her enough for three. I have no idea what I yeah. did. I was just like, get me out of here. Yes. Like, I don't care. Right. I don't care. Mm. Anyway, I felt bad. But it was just like one of those moments, like, you never picture yourself, you know, picking out an outfit for your child to be buried in. Earrings for your child. Yeah. To put them in a casket. Right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was a rough moment for me. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, but planning a funeral was hard and we had so much help. I mean, I had people here like giving me advice and, you know, helping me write her obituary, um, helping me put together the video for the funeral, helping me make decor and paint and like we did some cute ladders with lights and pictures and I had a house full of people that whole weekend just mm-hmm. preparing you know my aunt was here doing flowers they were gorgeous they turned out so good I mean I just we had so much support mm-hmm. I can't imagine trying to plan a funeral on my own I definitely mm-hmm. didn't do it on my own you know right. um but it came together so perfect and you know that's something I'm proud of is that we I felt like we did her justice like I felt like mm-hmm. she would have been proud how we honored her I remember seeing something on Instagram where you guys put, um, 
I need to move this mic really quick. Um, where you guys did pink balloons. Was that before her funeral? That was the night they took her. Actually. The night they took her to do her organ donation. Okay. Okay. So I think they were taking her at like seven or eight and it got delayed an hour. So we didn't take her to like nine or 10, I think, but everyone in our community, the news actually contacted one of my friends and was like, Hey, we want to run this story. Like, do you have an event or something we can come and interview and like kind of just talk about Tay, mm-hmm. you know? And she texted me and said, the news wants to know what's going on. Cause it was actually very public. Like mm-hmm. we had sent a picture to family members saying like, get down to the hospital now, you know, when yeah. it first happened mm-hmm. and just kind of like pray for Tay right now, like mm-hmm. pray for a freaking miracle. Mm-hmm. Somehow that picture ended up on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I I did not see. It's not a good picture. Oh, shoot. And it wasn't like I took it to be publicized. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is serious. Come down now. Kind right. Of thing. Right. Anyway, somebody posted that and it basically went viral in our little community. Oh. So the news picked it up. And I mean, I couldn't even pick up my phone during this whole time in the hospital, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't even have a conversation with anybody. I just <laughs> ignored my phone completely. But when she texted me that the news wanted to come, I was like, um, I don't know. Like, I guess that's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. And she just kind of threw out the idea, like, we just want to honor her and do a balloon release and just kind of like, because at this point they had started to go fund me. They had like, you know, and I was, a re- I couldn't make decisions. Right. My brother was in charge of things and she was in charge of things. And they were handling all the questions, all the, everything. Uh-huh. I couldn't. They were like your spokesperson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agreed to, I was like, I don't care. That's fine. Um, so the day that they were going to take her for an organ donation, it was that night. And so. Yeah, people showed up from everywhere wearing pink and pink balloons, and they did this beautiful balloon release mm-hmm. and just honored Tay. We got the like most beautiful video from it, mm-hmm. and if you watch close, like mm-hmm. the balloons make a heart. Nah, yeah. Is this a video that you have uploaded to? Because I've watched some of your videos, like yeah. your funeral video and stuff like that. Yeah. Is it with all that? Yeah. Okay. It's on social media, so I'll have to post it on okay. our Instagram for everyone yeah. to see if you'd like. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. It's a good video. Our sweet neighbors put it together with their drones, and mm-hmm. it's really special. So, yeah, that was really nice of them. Like I said, we had so much support. We had the ribbons, the balloons, like... Mm-hmm. You know, we were very well taken care of, but I made my kids leave at that point with their uncles. Like I said, there's really nothing else you can say your goodbyes. Like, mm-hmm. they were young. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to go feel a little normal and, like, mm-hmm. be able to do that for their sister. Mm-hmm. So my kids were there. And it's healing. Yeah. Like, it is very healing. They needed to be there because in the yeah. hospital it was tense and it was so. It was hard. It's tense. It's dark. But then there's right. the other weird, yeah, beautiful parts of it. Yeah. If you can even say that. No, 100%. I think you get yeah. a different outlook on this when you go through it. Mm-hmm. So it was really good for them to, like, leave and, you know, get a good change of clothes and mm-hmm. a shower and hang out with their little friends for a minute and mm-hmm. just kind of realize they were loved, you know? 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my kids went to that and tons of family and friends. Mm-hmm. But it was really sweet for them to do for us. I like that. I um, Is there anything um, that stands out to you um, going through that process that somebody, I don't know, is there just anything that stands out to you? Somebody said something, did something like positively for your family that maybe our listeners would, it would help them to do something, you know? Yeah. I think in the midst of all this, just showing up, I don't know. It was, it's hard to say, like I had a bunch of family members clean our house. I mean, everything was organized to the T, like every closet, every room. Mm-hmm. And my house was a disaster. Like I'm sure, like you're mm-hmm. living day to day, you kind of oh, let yeah. things go here and yeah. there, whatever. Like, and then when you do organize it, you feel like yeah. a superwoman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was a little upset. No, I wasn't upset. I was a little bummed. Like they had washed all of Tay's clothes. Oh. So when I got home, like all of her clothes didn't smell like her. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were freshly cleaned in in her drawers, which I am so grateful for. Don't take me wrong. But then I've heard other moms that were like, I just held on to this blanket because it still smells like them, or this shirt. You know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they'd already packed some of their stuff up, kind of, like, to put it away. Maybe they thought I didn't want to see it. Oh. And so that was hard. Yes. Um. What would you have wished they would have communicated that with you? Yeah. Like, I wish they wouldn't have touched her room at all. Yeah. Like, if they, yeah. like, because it, it would be easy to say, hey, yeah. we want to do this for you. Right. Is this something you want done or do you want us yeah. to not touch anything? Right. When I, and I really am appreciative. I mean, they did all my laundry. I, my whole house was just mm-hmm. spick and span. I had so much food, mm-hmm. which was so appreciative. I, I wasn't, I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't cook right. anything, but my kids were hungry. Yeah. You know, so that was so sweet. And we had constant gifts and donations mm-hmm. and everyone was just so thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, after the funeral and when things get quiet is when it gets quiet. Those little things definitely came into play and helped more. Mm-hmm. You know, like people showing up with food or mm-hmm. taking you on a date, like taking you out for a girl's night. Like if someone texts me and says, let's hang out, I would just ignore it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, but if you came and stole me, like, yeah, you'd force me to go. Mm-hmm. You know, when I felt safe, I I could go. I would. But I didn't leave the house for a and while. explain the feel safe because you explained this to me the other day and I loved yeah. it. So explain what feeling safe is to I you in felt, that moment. Yeah, like there's certain people that are around you where you know have a genuine love and an intent for you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not there to get the scoop mm-hmm. or to like get the badge of honor that they helped you. Mm-hmm. They're there selfishly or unselfishly yes. for you and yeah. whatever you need. Like they're there to sit with you in your darkness. Yeah, and you don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to entertain them. Mm-hmm. You don't have to host them. You mm-hmm. can just cry to ball and they don't care. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I didn't want to entertain anybody. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I needed to go through the process. And so if I felt safe with somebody, I would be more open with them, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or talk or whatever. But I definitely had people come around that just didn't feel safe mm-hmm. you know and I still love them but that moment wasn't safe mm-hmm. it just you had to have a boundary for that person like yeah. even though you love them and right. even though yeah it was just yeah okay so going back to organ donation um tell me about your foundation that you created for Tay 
and um, how you advocate for it. Yeah, when we were at the hospital, we just knew this wasn't the end. Like, she might have only been here for three years, but she had a purpose. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to make sure she was honored. And, yeah, we decided, like, the minute we decided to donate her organs, me and AJ both said, like, we have to know where they go. We have to know if they're okay. We have to know how the parents feel. We have to know we help them, like, Mm -hmm. because she can't just die in vain. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So we kind of, at that moment, decided, like, this is our future. Organization is our future, and it just felt right. So we created a foundation called Tay Tay Tough, which came from when that photo got circulated and people started saying, like, pray for Tay. Mm-hmm. Hashtags were huge back then. They still are, but, it, you know, the, the hashtag they started creating was Tay Tay Tough, and everyone was sharing that. Mm-hmm. So it just felt right to call it the Tay Tay Tough Foundation, where we advocate for organ donation and raise awareness and talk about Tay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not even just pediatric organ donation. We talk about any kind of donation, you know, like we want all of our friends and family to be educated and to be organ donors and not to be scared of being an organ donor mm-hmm. because like we talked about, it's not widely discussed and they don't know a lot about it. Oh yeah. It scares people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know if they're eligible to be an organ donor. Mm-hmm. And I think it would surprise them to know that they are, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. even if you have a disease or whatever mm-hmm. like you can still be eligible mm-hmm. so yeah we created this foundation and we've done events um you know just kind of raise awareness mm-hmm. this last year on her anniversary we started a new tradition where we donate items to the hospital mm-hmm. in her honor when we were there i remember i needed clothes really bad like mm-hmm. i said i was a mess i had blood everywhere and i didn't realize it I actually thought I had bad breath, mm-hmm. but it was something else. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh-huh. I was smelling. I kept asking the nurse for like a toothbrush and mouthwash, and then I realized it was the blood on my shirt that mm-hmm. it smelled. So we decided it was kind of hard for her to find us like mouthwash and stuff and mm-hmm. chapstick. I needed chapstick really bad. Oh, uh-huh. And so it was, it was hard for her to find what we needed, which is, I was so appreciative that she did. Mm-hmm. But I remember looking back, like, if we could provide that, yeah. you don't go, you don't pack a bag and no. then get on the helicopter right. or the ambulance. Yeah. You just go. You go. And so if we could provide that for families that are there in their worst hour, mm-hmm. we wanted to do that. So we ended up donating, like, over $1,500 worth of hygiene kits and mm-hmm. activities for kids, like Play-Doh, coloring books, mm-hmm. all kinds of things, little toys. Um and then everything you could think of for hygiene that a parent or a loved one family member might want mm-hmm. or need in that moment, you know? Right. So that felt really good just yeah. to kind of like honor her and yep. kind of tell her story again and um, raise awareness for our foundation, mm-hmm. kind of get the word out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what it's about, just giving back to that that's the other thing we do we give back not only to the hospital but we raise money to give back to families like i said mm-hmm. we got a ton of support and so we've been giving back to families that also lose children that choose to donate their organs that's you know awesome. whether, I love that. 
we'd give them like gift cards for activities or groceries or vacation mm-hmm. or help pay for medical bills, whatever it might look like in each situation. Right. We just want to be able to like give back because we are given so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm sorry that that was long and I'm sure very hard, but I don't know. I love learning from you. I'm glad I got to be here and listen to your story. I'm glad that you're sharing your story with other people out there. It's, I don't know. I just think it's going to help somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We all learn from each other and I love it. Yeah. So. I know. I do too. So if you guys want to check out our foundation, you can go to org or find us on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you ever know, a child that passes away and donates their organs, like send us their story. We'd love to help their family out and kind of, you know, share our knowledge with them any way we can also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And real quick, tell them about the new license plate for Utah. (gasps) You guys, it would just pass. Mm -hmm. So in Utah, we don't have a donor connect license plate. They do in other States, but not in Utah. I don't think Idaho has Mm -hmm. it. You know, I haven't seen one, so. Yeah, so yeah. this cute boy just did it for his Eagle Project. He went before the state and got it approved, and they're on their way. I'm hoping by July we can get them. That's so So awesome. they're on, like, pre-order kind of right now. Uh-huh. And if they get 500, we get to do it. Oh, okay. That's yeah. awesome. So I'm going to order that. one for all my cars, mm-hmm. and I'll just say donate life on it. And, you know, it's just another way. It's kind of like... You know, the specialty license plates, like whether it's a college or a sport or whatever, mm-hmm. you pay an extra $20 when you register your car and it goes towards that. Mm-hmm. These ones will just go towards organ donation. So. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great cause. Um, I'd love to drive around and see organ donation license mm-hmm. plates. So, yeah, that's, oh, I love it. I love yeah. what you're doing too. Thanks. Like, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, well, we'll put all this information, we'll make a post on our Instagram and Facebook. We'll put all the information there so you can find the Tay Tay Tough Foundation um, and just other stuff that Whitney thinks would be helpful and great, I think. And yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thank you guys.